Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I'm your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. Today, we have an amazing guest today from the UK. He is a public speaker. He is a network marketing leader. He is an entrepreneur, ex-professional networker, and he has been featured on BFHX Speaker. This guy I've heard speak a lot. He has a lot of credible wisdom and knowledge, and I know you're going to get a lot of value out of him. And to make sure to take notes because he's going to give you a lot of great stuff. So let's welcome my friend El Saeed Atta. How are you doing today, bro? Hey, Victor. I am awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to have you here. So I'm looking forward to, you know, just hearing about your story and all your wisdom that you're going to share with us. So I'd like to start off. Can you please share your story, how you got started working online, working as an entrepreneur? Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to first, you know, uh, appreciate you for, for extending an invitation for me to be on. I know me and you were able to connect through uh, Clubhouse. Um, and it's, it's a great friendship that we're building. And anytime, Amanda, I've heard you you've always provided great value and you've always brought great energy to any of the rooms that we've been in together. But for those of you that don't know me, my name is Alton Asa, I'm 24 years old. Uh, I got started out in my first ever business, Victor, at the age of 18. It was the business of network mm-hmm. marketing. And I was at a point in my life where I had just dropped out of university and coming from an Asian background that didn't go so well with, with mm-hmm. my family. And, you know, I had to go out there and make a living. I had to go out there and make some money so I can support my, uh, you know, my, my, my living needs. Mm-hmm. And I dropped out of university at a young age of 18. And I, I spent about two years in university. Uh, I, I, got a, I, got, I got a lot of credits, but I never got a degree. And, and what happened with me was one, after I dropped out, you know, I went into the corporate world. I actually went and started working in central London in an office, working as a, com- as a junior commodity broker, did that for about eight months. And Vic- uh, Victor, whenever you enter something new into your life, whether it's a business, whether it's a job, whether it's a new relationship, I would say about the first 60 to 90 days is like the honeymoon stage, mm-hmm. where you're only ever exposed to the positive sides of those things. So in the first 60 to 90 days, I, I, I very thoroughly enjoyed my corporate job because of the money that it was bringing in. But what happened was, later down the line, I got very sick and tired of just being sick and tired. Every single day was the same. Wake up at six, get to work at eight, come back home uh, by midnight because I'd finish up work at 10 and it's about an hour and a half, two hour commute back, to, back home. And I became sick and tired. And my Monday to Fridays were like my zombie days. I, there was no passion, there was no energy, there was nothing interesting going on in my, in my life. And I said, is this really what life is gonna be like for the next 40 years? And what happened was, you know, August of 2014, I got introduced to, the, uh, to network marketing. I went to a home event. The home event was maybe like eight to 10 people. I was the kid at the back of the room with my arms crossed, had no real interest in the first hour of the presentation. It was a complete no for me. You know, they were talking about leadership. They were talking about company. They, was, they were talking about the products and the services. And I was like, all right, that sounds all right, but it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. But right at the end of that meeting, man, I had still had somewhat of an open mind towards the end of that meeting. They played one video. That video was five minutes long. I only needed to hear 10 seconds of that video. And in that video, they said, through this business, you can have six Saturdays and one Sunday. And I said, well, I don't like my money to Fridays. And the light bulb went off. And I said, I don't care what I got to do. I don't really understand this thing. I don't really understand these energy drinks. But if you say I can have six Saturdays on one Sunday, it's a done deal for me. And, and we got involved, man. My first three and a half years in the industry were a battle. Uh, I, my, my, my cumulative income never even exceeded $3,500 in those first three and a half years. Highest paycheck that I had in those first three and a half years was not one paycheck was more than $350. So if you really look at it from a financial standpoint, people would say like, hey, your three and a half, first three and a half years in this industry was a complete failure. And I say to people, maybe from a financial standpoint, 100%, it was a complete failure. But those first three and a half years, I was so blessed and fortunate enough to be committed enough to get myself in the right environments with the right people, with the right associations, to be able to be fed the right information that was helping me grow as a leader and as a person. 
So then when my breakthrough moment came, Victor, although in those first three and a half years that I didn't make, make any money, but the lessons and how I, what I learned in those first three and a half years was priceless. So when my breakthrough came, I knew how to do events. I knew how to, you know, create somewhat of, of a culture within my organization. When I finally was able to have a team, I knew that I had to continuously invest in myself into personal development, getting books, you know, surrounding myself with the right environments, going to the events all the time. So, you know, that's really what my story is, man. And once we had that breakthrough moment over the last couple of years, I've been able, I've been able to go to 24 different countries, 26 different cities. We've built very large organizations in so many different countries. But the key thing I can tell people is if you're an entrepreneur or no matter what you do in life, more than the income, more than the materialistic side of things, the person that you become is really the most, the most worthwhile thing. That's going to be your biggest success. The person that you become, the leader that you develop into. So, so that's really a little bit of my story. I know I, I went a little bit too deep into it, but hopefully it provided some value. No, absolutely no. We love to hear people's entire stories because it can inspire people. Because here's the thing: there are a lot of people right now. They're getting started in network marketing. A lot of them are struggling. They'll they don't see light at the end of the tunnel, and they say, "Well, I've been doing this for six months. I don't have much success. I don't think I can ever do it." And then you share your story. You struggle for three and a half years. Your biggest paycheck was never more than three hundred fifty dollars. And what did you say? Maybe thirty five hundred altogether in those three years. Yeah, so you didn't make a whole lot of money, but you were building the foundation. You work on your personal development. You are getting, you are meeting with successful people. You surround yourself with successful. You are building that strong foundation, and the compound effect over the long period of time uh, kicks in. And as, as you you develop yourself, you became that strong person, that leader that could really help people out. After those three and a half years, everything took off. So a lot of people think. I think a lot of people walk into this industry saying, I'm going to be a millionaire my first month. That never happens. You really need to pay the price, but you build that foundation. It reminds me of the story of the bamboo tree. It spends four to five years being cultured, you know, taking care of, nurtured, watered, but it doesn't grow. It's underneath the ground for four to five years. And then in the fifth year, in the span of two or three months, it grows 90 feet. And then grow 90 feet in those two or three months, it took four to five years. And the same thing happened with you. You, over the course of the last couple of years, you've had a lot of tremendous success. You've been to 24 different countries. You've been to 26 different cities. But that didn't come over those two years. That, that took those previous three and a half years of you working on yourself, putting in the time and the effort, doing the personal development, meeting a lot of successful people, going to these events. In fact, I remember you talked about this event. I hope you could talk about this. I think it was in Amsterdam where you, you know you did everything you can to get that you had trouble affording it so i like you to share that as well because i think this can inspire people saying i don't really have a lot of money but you didn't have a lot of money at the time either but you still found a way to get to that event and that event i think changed your life yeah you know it was really on my uh it was 2017 april so just three years three and a half years it's so funny everything's three and a half years <laughs> Every, everyone's got that number 3.5 into it but um you know, it was three and a half years into my career. And I just mentioned, I wasn't having big success financially. And up to that point, man, it was like a real battle. It was a war zone for me in, in, in you know, in the, in, in the industry. And my parents were calling me crazy. My family didn't really support in the industry of network marketing. My, you know, it was just, nobody was like supporting me. I had a relationship at the time that I had to let go because, you know, mm -hmm. because it became toxic and, I, and before that event, man, I was a very, you know, I'm a very red uh, color personality type of individual. I'm very blunt, mm -hmm. I'm very straightforward. And, mm -hmm. you know, if, 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 if our puffs don't align up to that point, it was like, you were gonna get blocked. You were gonna, you know, like you were gonna get unfollowed. And what happened was, I remember being at an event. Um, I remember being at a, at a company event and they told me about this. Uh, European regional. It's a it's a European Congress. Different companies, different leaders, all making you know six figures, seven figures, you know, uh, yearly. And I was like, well, I want to make six figures. I want to make seven figures. Well, I gotta be there. And I look at my bank account. It's less than two hundred and fifty dollars left in my bank account. So I'm like, well, this is a problem. <laughs> I could, you know. So so um, I remember being at that event, and I look around me. I have I have no team members, so I can't get my team to come with me. I go at this event and I'm asking people in crosslands in different organizations that I, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And what happened was 
two people that were my friends from high school were in the same company as me, but they weren't in my team. Um, I asked them and I, and I said, yes, we're down to go, but you have to pay for the fuel. You have to pay for the ferry. And, you, and, and, and that was the deal. And I was like, well, how much is the ferry going to be? How much is the fuel going to be? And it, that, that cost, that event probably came, cost came up to like $500. We slept in, in, a, in the car in those two, three days that we was in Amsterdam. Um, you know, and what happened, man, was the first two days, I was able to have one meal a day. The, last, the, very, the very last day, I, could, I had no money to buy myself a drink or a meal. It was, it was you know, that's how bad the, my situation was. But that last day of the event, I got a chance to speak to a, a gentleman by the name of Tom Chanel. He got on stage mm -hmm. and he was talking about how the number one key thing that he's done is build relationships. And I'm like, huh, build relationships? I thought he was meant to build sales. Like it's, you know, I, I didn't hear that type of verbiage uh, before. And I, and, and I met him in the lobby and this conversation probably was maybe five minutes long. I said, hey, Tom, I know I heard you on the stage, but I just want to ask you personally, you know, man to man, what is your secret? You know, you, you're making seven figures a year, multiple seven figures a year, number one earning in your, in your company. What is your secret to having success in this industry? He said, I love people like nobody else does. I care about them more than anybody else in their life does. I remember them, you know, more than anybody else does. And I said, that's your secret? He goes, yes. Well, then I said, and then I made it my personal mission, man, that if, I'm, if I was going to be a friend in your life, you wouldn't have another friend that outfriends me. And I started giving to people and I started pouring into people being, you know, and now just being, having that impression of increase. It's in a book of science of getting rich by Wallace D. Wattles. Mm -hmm. Just having developing that impression of increase on anybody's life that I met, whether it was virtually, whether it was physically, whether it was through somebody else. And I didn't even care no more if it benefited my paycheck or my business or not. I was going to give you an impression of increase. And I knew that if I did that and I started studying the law of vibration, you know, law of attraction, I knew if I did that, the universe would then go and conspire to give me tenfold what I gave out. But I didn't give with an expectation of that, hey, I'm going to receive something from you. I gave through the pureness of heart that I care about you. I love you as a person. And here, I'm just going to give to you because it's a law. And just like how the law of gravity is real, the law of, you know, the, the law of giving is real as well. Whatever you give out, the law, it's karma. Some people call it karma. Whatever you give out, you get back. You know, that is awesome because I, I know from watching in all these rooms, you give all the time and you don't and you don't have any sort of expectation. People asking questions, how do I do this? I'm showing my business and you'll give them some advice. You'll share some knowledge with them and you do it all the time. You're just giving it because you want to give, you want to share, you want to help these people. And this, I, I, I know there's no agenda. That you just freely give up because you truly want to help people. And I know from that conversation you had with Tom, you know, four years ago, it made a difference in your life. And as many of you know, Tom Janelle is a legend in the network marketing industry, yeah. and he's probably the king of relationships. There's no one better at building relationships, building friendships, loving on people than Tom Chanel. So it shows you the value. Let's say he was struggling, he had pretty much no money, but he tried to, he was resourceful. Here's the thing, a lot of times it's not a lack of resources, because he did not have those resources, but he had resourcefulness. If you can have resources, he got two buddies. They got together. They split money. They didn't have money for hotel room. They slept in the car for those three days. But going to that event changed his life. So you never know. That's the, one of the powers. That's the power of going to events. A five-minute conversation with Tom Chanel changed this guy's life. He focused on building relations, loving on people, increase giving them value, helping them out any way they can without any expectation, with no ulterior motives. And as a result, the last four years, his life has totally changed. He's been this big success. And who knows, things may never change if you had not gone to that event. But because you you did everything you could to get to that event, you and you were resourced, you, you got together with two friends, you guys came up with the money, but uh, obviously you couldn't stay there with but you guys slept in the car, you still made it to that event, and that event changed your life. So. It's very powerful. When you really want something badly, you will find a way. And that's what you did, bro. And you did that now because of that. You have the success. And it's a credit to yourself because you did everything you could to make sure you got to the event. And a five-minute talk changed your life. So that's the thing. You never know. A five-minute talk at any top leader can change your life. I've spoken to other people, and they said a 15-minute conversation at this event made me change my focus. And, and because of that, my business doubled, tripled, quadrupled. 
So, because a lot of times you'll, you'll hear things at these events, they won't share on a webinar, but you have a little talk with them. So that I think that's I, I think a lot of people find your story inspiration. They say, "Wow, if he can do it, I could do it too. I'm struggling as well, but look where he is right now. They they can be where you are right now if they're willing to put in the time, the effort. They're willing to pay the price. Find any way they can to go to the event. So I think that's yeah, really wonderful. Yeah, I don't hear to that to that story. You know, Tom Chanot was my first exposure to building relationships because from a personal standpoint. I had people sit, had, you know, I had heard people say on stage, but stage talk and actual living it out is two different things. Mm -hmm. We'll hear a lot on stage that a lot of the speakers don't really live. It's just stage talk to impress people, you know, to get the claps and to get the screams. But Tom Schnuck was that first exposure personal thing when I met, but because I was continuously, you know, going to the events and intentionally building relationships with people that are seven figure earners, eight figure earners, you know, nine figure earners, you know, I, I had a constant reinforcement that building relationships is the key to long-term success. You know, Tom Schnott was that first. Then I met my mentor, right? And my current mentor, um, he'll be my he'll be my mentor for life, Mr. David Imanite, right? You know, when I met him, the number one key thing that the, the number one key thing that I learned from him, Victor, was how he treated his leaders, how he treated the whole company, people that weren't in his team, because I, you know, he was helping me when I wasn't in his group, when I had, there was no financial benefit to him. You know, even to this day, you know, I met him in 2018, February, it's 2021 now, three years now, uh, he's been three and a half years now that he's been helped, so that's three years, three years. Three years now, he's coached me, mentored me, and I've never ever benefited him financially. Then I met another gentleman, another gentleman, another gentleman, and they just did the same thing. And this is why it's so important to be observant of the successful leaders in your company, in your industry, or whatever it is that you do. Because when you start to stop just looking at how, you know, what they do and like the what is like the presentations, the what is the sales, the what is the, the prospecting, the personal development, and you start to really look into how they think and their thought processes and how they do things, that's really the difference, that's really the difference maker in anything that you do. What you do is about 20%. That contributes to your success, but how you do it is the 80% contributor of what's going to make your success. Because let's, you know, you have people that, you know, that that do make sales, that do, you know, do the prospecting. Everybody, if you're in network marketing or in sales, you're always going to be prospecting, pre presenting, and promoting. But how you do it, and the relationships that you're able to cultivate through time, and the value that you bring into people's lives will make the difference maker in how high your ratio of conversion is in your prospect and presenting and promoting. You know, so when I had, when I saw David Imanita do it, when I saw another gentleman, you know, you know his former mentor, Colton Bucks, uh, you know, you talk about relationships, it was because I was intent, intentionally building those relationships, I was placing myself in environments. I was messaging them on Facebook, messaging them on Instagram, going to their events when they didn't even know me. And then what happened was, I had, I had put some type of vibration energy up into the universe and then the universe brought them into my life. So you got to go and constantly reinforce your belief that what you're being taught works. And how do I do that? You place yourself in the right environments. You see it through people in other people's lives that, that, that to prove that it's working for them. And then you got to go and test it out yourself. Go and apply the, that, that, that information. Go and apply what you've learned from those top leaders because you know, I could have taken that information 2017, 2018 with David, 2019 with, with Halton Burt. But then if I didn't put it into my life, into building relationships with people, caring about people, giving to people, and actually, you know, just, you know, just giving without any intention of expectation, then maybe things would have never changed. Maybe I wouldn't have the network that I have right now. Maybe that I wouldn't have the business that I have right now. Maybe that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have not become the leader that I've become right now. So it's so important that when you learn something, you go and place yourself in those environments, you build those associations to reinforce those belief systems of what you've just been taught. No, absolutely. That's some golden stuff there. Because number one, success leaves clues. Yeah. You observe what all the tough leaders were doing and not just what they did, but how they did it. And you try to learn as much as possible and you put yourself in that environment, you reach out to them, even went to events where they, were, they weren't even sure that you were there but you showed up anyway you just put yourself in that environment and you know what after a while people started recognizing and at the end 
you applied it. That's the big thing a lot of people don't do. They, they learn a lot of stuff. They take notes, whether it's on a webinar or, or, or Zoom, whatever, and they're learning and they're writing down all these things. And a lot of times they don't take action on it. So they don't know if it works or not. These people are teaching these things. Yes, these eight, seven, eight, nine figure earners, it works for them, but it's only going to work for you if you take action on it. So that's what you did. You, you took action. And, and as a result, you became successful. You developed these relationships. And I could tell you, because when I watch you on Clubhouse, I see you're giving to everyone, whether they just got started out or whether they're a seven, eight figure earner. And that's why like you, you, you had your own call about a month ago. You had a lot of top leaders on that call because you built relationships with these people and, and you were just giving to them. You, there was no ulterior motive. You were just there serving them, helping them. And that's the thing. If you reach out to these successful people, a lot of people focus on what can I get out of them? But you focus on what can I give to them? And that's the difference when you want to build a relationship with a seven, eight, nine figure earner. They notice when you want to give some, because there are people reaching out to them all the time saying, oh, can you do this? Can you help me out with my business? You want to join my business? You want to do this and this? They're getting pitched all the time. But when you reach out to them saying, hey, I want you to know, I, I want to do this for you. I can give you this. That's when they start noticing this because it's a, it's, a, it's a relief for them saying, wow, someone wants to give me something for a change. So, and they notice those things. And when you start reaching out to them, you want to help them. And that's when you develop that friendship with them. They start, they, they, they're very much more likely to take you under their wings. So I think that's very beautiful. That's something for everyone to learn from what El Saeed just did. He gave to people, he gave to leaders, he gave to people who weren't leaders. He reached out to David, who wasn't even in his upline, but you know, he reached out to him. And as a result, he's been mentoring you for the past three years. So you, you never know. Just reach out to people, offer them something, just offer them something, anything. Even if it's a tiny little thing, they will notice because 98% of their emails, their messages are like, help me, help me, help me, help me. When you, when you say like, I, I want to help you, they're like, they take notice. So that's some really great stuff here. So uh, yeah, so relationships are huge people. Uh, most people, do, every successful person in network marketing is, is built relationships. They've given, they give, they give a hell of a lot more than they give back because they believe that the more you give, it will come back to you as you were talking about LC. You give a lot of value, share, you help a lot of people. It just seems to come back to you. The more that you give, it's like what Zig Ziglar said, you can have everything you, in life that you want if you help enough people get what they want in life. So the more you focus on giving, or as Bob Burke talks about in The Go-Giver, that guy, he was a go-getter, which was good, but it wasn't enough because he was selfishly doing things. Once he changed his go-getting focus to being a go-getter and a go-giver, the more he gave, that's where he became really successful because he was focused on giving. So that's some really great stuff there. So I, I would like you to just share, you share some really good stuff here, but people getting started in network marketing who maybe they've been doing it three, four or five months and they're struggling and they're saying, you know, I like the industry, I like my company, I like the products, I really believe in the company, but I just, can't see how I could become successful. What would you recommend they start doing right now to start becoming successful in their business? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm big on auditing who you're spending your time with. Because, you know, when you start to do something different to what society's norm is or what the cultural norm is, and you go back to the same circle that you were making two grand a month with or one grand a month with or you're unemployed, unemployed with, they're going to hold you back. And I'm big on man, you know, Victor. I'm so uh, this is a this is a law that I practice for a lot, a, you know, a, as long as I can remember now. Uh, ever since I got into personal development, it's the law of limited association, and it's really understanding and becoming aware of who, how long you can spend some time with people before your energy is impacted in a negative way. See, because there's some people that you can spend five minutes with, but you can't spend an hour with. There's going to be some people that you could spend an hour with, but then you, you won't be able to spend a day with them. And there's going to be some people that you could spend a day with, but then you won't be able to go on a holiday with them. And you got to have be real conscious or consciously aware of who you're spending your time with. Are, do these people make me feel good? Do they, are they supporting me? Are they understanding of where it is that I want to be headed in my life? Are they providing value into my life or is it just a neutral friendship or relationship where I'm not providing value and they're not providing value to my life as well, mm -hmm. okay? And it's really having a conscious interrupt of saying, of being an, an auditing of who you're, you know, associating with. Because bro, you know, when I got serious about my business, 
maybe, you know, I limited my association with even my parents, you know, I mean, you know, you know, even to this day, I don't think there's, you know, the longest that I can spend maybe with my dad is an hour now. Back in the day, it was like five to 10 minutes, but, you know, but, but, you know, with some of my friends as well, you know, I can't go on holiday with some friends, but I can spend maybe two hours or three hours with them because, you know, maybe we can go play some sport. Maybe we can go and do something fun together. Mm -hmm. But then I got to come back and get myself in the environment of success. I got to come back and get myself in the environment where the right information is going to come into my life. But if you've been in the industry for a couple of months or a couple of years and you don't have success and you've, and you've lost that hope, you got to go and get that in, into that environment of success because that's because when you see other successful people, their energy rubs off on you. So that would be my number one thing. It's environment of success, practice the law of limited association. Then number three is connect with a why. Really emotionally connect with the why and a desire. What's going to be that desire for the next 90 days or, or for the next 30 days, you know, or however long that you can think. I would recommend the longest for new people, 90 days, you know. What's going to be that goal for 90, for 90 days from for you and your business and your family and your dreams and, and your aspirations. What rank are you gonna be? And you gotta really get really specific. You can't just know, hey, I'm gonna be a diamond. Okay, how much do diamonds make? How much volume do they do a month? How many people in your team do you have to help get to a core rank in your company in order for you to mm -hmm. become a diamond? Because if you just focus on your own goal, you're gonna think that you have to do all the work, which is not the truth, okay? The way you set goals in network marketing is, or the way you get to your rank in network marketing is, let's say your goal is to get to two grand a month. Well, usually in any compensation plans, you've, you've probably got maybe four to five people that make $500 a month in your team for you to be making, you know, two grand a month. So you just got to go and identify four to five people that want to make an extra $500 a month that are going to be committed, that are going to be serious, that are going to be, that are going to run this thing with you for the next 90 days in order for you to get to your goal. And now that becomes your message in your prospecting, you know? So that's what I would say. It's number one, you know, really go out there and practice the law of environment. Number two, law of limited association. Three, connect with a why, a real desire, whether it's for the next 30 days or for, I would recommend 90 days. Give yourself some time to grow. Give yourself some time to personally grow here, to personally grow in your skill set. And if you do the work, I can tell you 90 days can change your business and your life. All right, so some good stuff there. So 90 days you could change your life. So I think that'll give some hope to people. Number one, who you're hanging out with. Surround yourself with successful people. Limit your time with certain people. I, I, I try to limit myself with very negative people because uh, uh, <laughs> I know negative people, I just find energy draining. I just, certain people I hang out with, I feel very tired after a couple hours with them. So I agree with you. Certain people you really have to limit your time. Like you said, some people you can spend an hour with, some you can spend a few hours with, some a day. So it varies on the person. But I, I try to be around people who are gonna, I feel so energized when I'm with them. And I think that's one great thing about being around successful people. You feel very energetic about, them. you feel so motivated to do things. So I think that's very important. Like Jim Rohn talks about, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Look at who you're surrounding yourself with. Are these people adding to your life or they're taking away from you? Maybe you need to change some of your friends. I think with, with some people, they definitely do. Because you change your friends, you'll change your environment, you will change your life. And I like that 90 day goal, the why. And yeah, like you, you can say, people say, I want to be a Ruby, I want to be a diamond. Well, what does it need? What does it take? Like you said, if you're going to make 10,000 a month, well, you help four or five people get $2,000 a month, you'll get that $10,000 a month. Again, the focus has to be not just on yourself, but on helping other people. The more people you help succeed, the more you will succeed as well. That's what the big earners do. They focus on helping more and more people. And that's the great thing about network marketing. You can only succeed by helping other people succeed. So if you don't help other people, you only focus on yourself, you will never succeed. Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. And, that, and that's called golden nuggets there. <laughs> no, absolutely. So are there other things you recommend for people? Are there certain mo uh, morning routines, daily method operations, like maybe you want to share some of like what you do, how you go through your day. So maybe I give some people an idea like, yeah. maybe this is what I'm not doing in the morning. Yeah, you know, morning routines, it's really trial and error for people. Um, and here's what I mean, because what works for me, man, is not, it's not going to be essentially that what works for somebody else. People's brains, their, their, their body is conditioned completely different to, to somebody else's. So you've got to go and find a rituals and, act, and, 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 and routines that you're going to actually commit to. 
So, you know, when I wake up in the morning, um, the very first thing that I do, Victor, is I do a quick prayer. I just say, you know, I thank you, God, for allowing me and my family mm-hmm. all, around, all around the world to open our eyes with, with life, with breath, and with your grace and love and, and cover on our lives. Then mm-hmm. the very second thing that I do is I really make, I make my bed. You know, I want to start that, that chain of success straight away. I want to create that ripple of success straight away. You know, making my bed is a big success for me because back in the day, I never used to make it. So, so I want to create, I start my days with success. Then the very first thing, and the next few stuff, it's never in the same order because I'm a, I'm a very free spirited person. If I feel like I have to stick to a certain like order of schedule, I feel like I'm back at a job or I'm back at school and I never like school and I never like being in a mm-hmm. job. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I always do these other, these other activities that I'm going to share with you right in part of my morning routine. I, mm-hmm. I meditate. I, uh, I, uh, I do a gratitude journal, three things that are currently present in my life that I'm grateful for. The next seven uh, is things that I've received in the spirit, but not received, but not, but manifesting in my physical now, currently. And then I really, that usually it takes me about 20 to 30 minutes and here's why. Because I really allow myself to feel the emotion. Because when you're, grat- when you're grateful, if you come into, if you leave your gratitude journal in the same energy space that you entered into it, you didn't do a gratitude journal. You just wrote things down. Gratitude is an energy. It's a, it's a feeling. So you got to come out with a higher energy level of, uh, I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can, higher level of energy when you finish your gratitude mm-hmm. journal. Then what I do is I write my goals down four times. I write it down twice with my, with my dominant hand, which is my right hand then I'd write it twice with my last dominant hand because to impact my subconscious mind, right? And then I go into the mirror, man. I go into the, into, the, into, the, into the toilet, into the mirror. I look at myself right in my eye for five minutes straight. I affirm my goal, the specific goal that I have right now for my business for this year. And then after that, I get straight into my IPAs, my income producing activities, because if I don't get attacked that in the day, then, you know, it's not, it's not gonna, it's right at the beginning of the day, then, I'm going to hit, be hit with my team. I'm going to be hit with my family. I'm going to be hit with, you know, different stuff that I got to do later on in the day and I wouldn't be able to be as effective as it. So I want to get what matters most straight away done after my morning routine, after I've only poured into myself. Your morning routine is the real philosophy behind it is for you to be able to get your, to pour into your mind, to pour into your body. So I've start, now I've started exercising again. And then also the now you can go out there and pour into the world. That's really the philosophy of a morning routine. Because what happens is most of us, we go out to the world and we try and fill the world from our empty cup. And you can't fill from an empty cup. So that's why I tell people, you gotta know, you've just got to trial and error of what you what what makes you feel really good, what allows you to get into a real mental state, allows you to really have a very you know, it allows you to really get into the right, into the zone. In my organization, I call it the zone, you know, to really allow you to get to the zone. So when you go and do the, do the prospecting, so when you go and do the presenting, so when you go and do the promoting, when you go and do the, uh, the training, you're going to do it so effectively because you've poured into your mind, your body and your spirit. So that's really the philosophy of, 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 of morning routines. And the DMOs, man, I do prospecting, presenting and promoting. <laughs> You know, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really what I do, but to be more specific, here's what I do. I, I add usually 10 to 15 new people on my Facebook that have accepted my request. So I don't end the day till I have 10 to 15 new friendship requests on my Facebook and how many people I have to actually uh, send out friend requests to. I don't know. I just want 10 to 15 new friends. And as they actually accept my request, I get a notification on my phone. Um, and what I do is I, I have a list. I have a physical list. I add their list, I had, add their names to my list because I want to track the relationships that I'm going to build. I'm mean, very intentional about relationship building, about my prospecting, about my business, right? So I, I want to track how many relationships that I'm building on a day-to-day basis. Then I follow a certain number of people on Instagram as well that follow me back. So it's about 10 to 15 as well. People that I follow and then they follow me back on the same day. And then what I do is I, I reach out to people, you know, I reach out to people, I make invitations, uh, I do follow up, I do two types of follow-ups, Victor, one for relationship building and, and giving value and another for my business. 
and then you know the other stuff is very it's very it's presentations it's promoting it's trainings it's it's, it's personal development every i don't listen to music i i've cut that out of my life because i'm not going to allow my brain to be fed with nonsense when i don't want a nonsense nonsense life i want to feed my brain with information that's going to make me something that's going to make me eight figures that's going to make me you know whatever income that i want i want to get i want to set the navigation system of my life which is my mind into the into the into the location into the mm -hmm. final destination that i want so i can only have program my mind to only look I'm, I'm getting a little bit more deep into this this is this is where the reticular activating system comes in mm -hmm. i'm only feeding my mind and programming it in a way mm -hmm. so that it's only spotting out information only spotting out people opportunities that are going to be real in alignment with, my, the, with the goal that i have for 2021 and i'm just fanatical about that so you can see on my screen here right on my on, on the back here i have my goals in my room right uh, the watch that i want the bracelet mm -hmm. that i want the back office i edited my back office um okay. i got a, i got i got a desire to edit my back office to reflect the numbers that i want that's that's for the goal that i have for 2021 you know so it's like it's really like fanatical it's i got it i got pictures up on, on that side of my room on my phone um i'm gonna show you here my phone you know, it's, 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 it's my, it's, it's my goal. So it's like, I'm continuously subconsciously acting <laughs> my mind with where is that I want to be, you know? So right on my desk here, the watch that I want, you know? So it's like, it's really just setting that environment success for myself. And that's part of my DMO, you know? So, so that's what I would say, but to really simplify it down, you know, have a morning routine that fills you, that fills your cup. Then you got to do, go out and do three things, prospect and presenting and promoting. Don't go to bed without doing something that moves the needle forward in your own personal growth in somebody else's personal growth and in, in your business. That's what, that's the, that's the philosophy that I have. Now that, that was some awesome stuff right there. So like you said, choose a DMO, but something that's to your liking. So you want something that's to fill you up, you know, bodily, emotionally, spiritually, and subconscious. And I like the focus on the subconscious, especially getting started in the morning because that your subconscious is in that theta state. It's very impressionable. So you start out with the prayer to God. You do meditation. I love meditation. It's helped me come up with some creative ideas. And a lot of people may not know this, but Tim Ferriss of the you know, the four hour work week fame, he did a survey of, of uh, I think like 140 people with the top of their professions or field. And when he looked at the answers of what they did, 90% of them did some form of meditation or morning mindfulness. They said it really helped out with their day. And I love the gratitude thing. Like, I think almost every successful person I ever spoken to talks about, I start up every morning with my gratitude. Like you say, you have to feel emotionally. You have to have that feeling. Then it's like, it's, you're, you're having true gratitude. And, you know, when you're grateful for things, you really, I, I find you have a lot more abundance in your life because you're focusing on the things that you have. When you focus on the things that you don't have, you tend to develop an attitude of lack. So I really love uh, some of those things that you do in the morning. The morning routine, and, and then also starting off, making your bed. That's like, that's one successful thing you already done when you first get up. Uh, did you want to say something? Yeah. If you ever want more in your life, gratitude is that seed for more. So if for, in order for me to get more, I must first really appreciate and be grateful for what is that I currently have in my life. But then more importantly, I must be grateful for it, for what it is that I want in the present state. So I got to, so let's just say my goal is to be healthy. Well, I got to feel healthy. I got to, be healthy before I become healthy. If my goal is to become, you know, wealthy, right? I gotta be wealthy. I gotta feel wealthy. I gotta be wealthy before I become it. And being doesn't mean you go and buy a car or a house with right. budget. Being is a state of mind. It's a state of. It's a state. It's a state. It's the way that you operate your life. And here's what I mean. Being means that you don't. When you choose, when you choose to have a goal of being wealthy. Now, when you start to be it, it means that you don't speak poor, you don't speak lack, you don't mm -hmm. speak seeds or weeds of that are not going to bring you that financial uh, blessing that you want in your life. So being is about speaking, uh, writing, feeling, and acting like that person that, that, that's going to attract that wealth or attract that health or attract that relationship or attract whatever it is that you want. So I don't want people to misconstrue or take my... Uh, comments and then go and buy a car, you know, that's completely out of their financial budget. It's not about it. Successful people make very smart financial decisions. They don't buy things that they, they can't afford. 
They're not reckless with their money. They don't go and spend money that they don't have, right? So when you start to be that person, you're going to start making financial decisions that's going to grow your wealth rather than, you know, decrease your wealth, right? Uh, so so, so that, that's, that's what I wanted to just add on to that real quick because it's important. And once you're able to be grateful for it and be in real gratitude for it in the present state, now you're giving the energy of wealth. Now you're giving the energy of health. Now you're giving the energy of, hey, I want a relationship. And then the universe conspires to get all the events that you need for it to happen in your life. And that's a very important point you made there, because number one, like you said, a lot of people before they became millionaires, they started feeling and acting like millionaires. Like you say, you don't have to spend money, buy a house that with money you don't have, but you can feel, you can act that way. You know what? Uh, you keep feeling and acting that way. It's called acting as if. After a while, you start really believing it because it sinks into your subconscious mind, and people notice that. You do tend to give up this energy and vibes. People can tell when you feel good about yourself, you feel confident, you believe in yourself. Or whether you don't believe in yourself, you're timid, you lack confidence, people can just sense that in you. So when you when you start acting as if you're successful and you, you feel it every single day, eventually you're going to, you're, it's going to start seeping into the subconscious. You will start believing in it. So yeah, and gratitude is a great way of doing that, being grateful for the things that you have. Uh, one of my mentors, Jack Campbell, in one of his events, he had us do what was called a rampage of appreciation exercise. It was a gratitude exercise. So every little thing that we, we at the hotel we were at, we noticed we were grateful for. We were grateful for the floor that we have, for the chairs we had to sit on, for the carpet that we had, for the fact we had bathrooms we could go to when we needed to go to the bathroom, for the fact we had electricity. A hundred years ago, people didn't have electricity. So a lot of things we take for granted. And that exercise for 15 minutes, he says, look around and see what you can find that you're grateful for that you have already. So there were a lot of little things in that room which we just kind of like, just what we'll find and I notice, but when you really take the time to notice, there are a lot of things to be grateful for, and it really changes your mindset and belief of things. It makes you realize you have a lot more to be grateful for, and you really do develop more of that attitude of abundance. So that was a very good point you made. Um, and the other things, I like the fact you write your goals several times, twice with your dominant hand, and twice with your less dominant hand, so it'll sink into your subconscious more. So I, I found that a very powerful exercise. I know Grant Cardone writes his goals, I think, like three times a day or something. So I just find a lot of successful people, not only do they look and review their goals, they just write their goals. And I like your three Ps, prospecting, what was it? Prospecting, presenting, and promoting. So you're doing that every single day. And like you said, you do your income-producing activities earlier on in the day because you said Life gets in the way, you have to talk to your team, other things happen, time with your family. Also, you have less energy at the end of the day. Six, seven o'clock in the evening, you don't have as much energy as you do 11 o'clock in the morning. So uh, almost every successful person that I, I have ever met, they all do their IPAs, their income producing activities earlier on in the day because they say you need to get that out of the way because you think you can do it at seven o'clock in the evening, life gets in the way, something may happen. Maybe your kid gets sick, you gotta spend the evening taking care of your kids. So always do it early in the morning. So yeah, everyone, you should always have some sort of daily method operation. Um, LSA gave you some great tips that you can copy some of the things you did. You can make little tweaks along the way. Everyone has their own DMO, so it can be a little different from you, but you got to have something in there. So make sure you're doing it and be consistent with it. Show up every single day. Because I think you mentioned earlier before, because one day you don't do it, that's one day less you can be successful in your business. And you take a lot of days off, you don't get that compound effect because it builds up the more consistent you're every single day. You got to do it day in and day out. And I love the fact you're doing personal development. You don't listen to music. You know, I, I love music, but uh, over the last three years, I don't listen to as much as I used to because I'm like you. I want to feed myself with as much positive motivational stuff that can help me with my personal development, help me with my business, help me with my beliefs. Because here's the thing. Our mind, and, and is I, to me, our mind is like a garden. Um, you don't have to do anything for weeds to grow in the garden. You have to take care of water it and, and you know, mold the lawn and all that stuff. So, so to prevent the weeds, you have to do work on it. Same thing with your mind. You don't have to do anything for negativity to hit it. But to have a positive, strong belief, you have to work on it day in and day out. You got to feed it every single day because if you don't, somehow negativity seems to uh, seep into it. So and I think that's what you're doing with your personal development. You're working on it day in and day out. So you, so you're trying to prevent as much negativity as possible because because you know that's gonna like uh, uh the more negativity that hits you the longer it's gonna take for you to get that goal to be an eight nine and nine figure earner so you want to you're doing everything you can to build yourself you're being consistent you're feeding your mind 
And I think, and I can just see it. With, uh, I know I listen to you close. I'll be honest with you. You're 24 years old. You've been doing this six or seven years. When I listen to you, it sounds like you've been in the industry 20, 25 years when I hear some of the stuff that comes out of your mouth because you sound like a, a guy who's been building for like 20, 25 years. There's, there's a lot of stuff here. So I know you've been putting in the time and the effort. I know you've learned a lot from your mentors and, and I can see you've been implementing all the things that they told you to do because I hear it in the advice the one, not just what you share on clothes, but I hear in the device you're sharing here, you're sharing here with all of us because you practice what you preach because I see it because I see the things that you share with people. It's very obvious that you, you're extremely knowledgeable of the entire industry and you give a lot of great advice. And that, that came from putting in the time and the effort day in and day out. And that DMO that you did, you're doing it every single day. And that compounds because you're, you're, you're focused on you. Like I said, you, you, you have everything you were showing around your room. You have it on your wall, you have it there on your phone. So you see it every single day. So visualizing everything, looking at it, being reminded of your goals, what you want every single day because you want it to hit your subconscious mind. Because of that, you're gonna hit your goals. So I think that's a great example for everyone. The things you want, put pictures all around. You know, put it on your phone, put it on your screen service so you can be reminded of it day in and day out. I know some people, they have it on their ceilings and then when they wake up, that's the first thing that they see is the goals that they want. So I think that that's some really great stuff there. So awesome stuff there. Awesome, awesome. I appreciate it, man. It's funny you mentioned the ceiling. Right on the top of my bed, I have a check that, that I've, I've, I've written down for myself. So when I wake up, I see it straight away. Yeah, see? El Saeed has a check he looks at every single morning he gets to remind him of his goals. So uh, Jim Carrey, the actor, he, when he was a struggling actor, I think he wrote a check for himself for $20 million. And, and, and the notes for acting services rendered. And like five years later, I forget which one, it was Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. He got $20 million to make that film. But you know what he does? He was looking at check every single day. He'd take it out of his wallet. And he would look at it, I guess, several times a day. And again, it's it seeped into his mind. And his subconscious mind found a way for him to make that money. So the subconscious mind is so strong. People don't realize that it's like 90 to 95% of the decisions you make is from your subconscious. And so the more you fear subconscious mind, uh, the, the more creative is gonna come up with ways to get you that success that you want. But it, it, it here's the thing, it doesn't judge. It just takes what you feed it. So you feed it garbage, you're gonna, garbage is gonna come out. If you feed it great stuff, great stuff's gonna come out. So it just has to be considered. So, LC has given us some great stuff over here. So do you have any last minute wisdom here for to share with our audience? Because I know you have some great stuff here. What are some other things they may want to do? You know, maybe, uh, you know, go ahead. You know, I'll, I appreciate you for, this has been a great conversation. I've done a few interviews with, you know, different people over the years, but this has been one of my favorite ones to do with you. Um, you know, to end it off, man, I would say, if you want long-term success, you're going to have to do the inner work, you know? Because if you do the outer work, yeah, you can get short-term success. But I remember asking Bob Proctor. I met Bob Proctor February of 2020 last year at an event, right before the coronavirus, you know, situation and all that good, bad, you know, good stuff happened. And what happened was, was I met him. I remember asking him, "Hey Bob, what is?" I can't remember what the, 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 the right question I asked. I said, "What is the difference maker between somebody that has short-term success?" and long-term success. And he looks at me right in the eyes, Victor, and he says, Elsie, the best success insurance policy that you'll ever have is your self-image and what you truly, in your heart of hearts, believe about yourself. And, 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 I, and when he told me that, I had been already studying Psycho-Cybernetics, the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Waltz. I had been studying The Power mm -hmm. of the Conscious Mind. By, by Joseph Mercy, you know, The Magic of Believing by, uh, mm -hmm. I believe it's David Schwartz who wrote that book. So, mm -hmm. so when he said that to me, it, it, it all clicked, it, it, it just clicked for me. And I can tell you, man, ever since last year, I've been, I, you know, I was working with the inner world before, but ever since that February of 2020, I just went all in on working on my inner world. That's why I developed the habits of morning routines. That's why, I read, you know, if, the, if there's one thing that you want to do on a daily basis, it's really study Napoleon Hill's work. Really read, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I would recommend any book, but the book to start with is Outwitting the Devil Within You uh, by Napoleon mm -hmm. Hill. And then I would go to The Laws of Success uh, by Napoleon Hill. 
And then this, I would read any, like I, read, I, I literally got every single one of his, well, you know, the ones that he actually wrote, because, you know, the, his foundation, they write books on mm-hmm. half an hour. But the ones that he actually wrote, I have all of them, uh, which were well, the ones that I released. And I study him every single day. And that's something that I'm going to continuously study every single day. So I can tell you, man, it's just if there's one thing that you want, if you really want long-term success, here's what you do. You, there's six steps to goal setting. And I'm going, to, I'm going to give it to you in about two minutes and less. The very first step is really identify that goal. Identify that desire. What is that goal going to be for you? You know, what is that goal? What is that desire? And emotionally connect yourself to it. Because it doesn't matter if you, you know, there's two roads, Victor, that people in, that pe- people can take in life. Only two. One road is the life of conformity to society's norms. Mm-hmm. Conformity to what other people think that they should do. Conformity to what, how 98% of the world are, are living. And on that road, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be challenges of financially. There's going to be challenges of personal. There's going to be challenges of all types of things. The second road leads you to the life of your dreams. This is going to lead you to every single thing that you want and desire in your life. And on that road as well, you're going to have challenges. You're going to have financial issues probably as well. You're going to have relationship issues. You're going to have personal issues. So on both roads of life, you're going to have challenges. Do you want to take on the challenges that lead you to a life of conformity and of lack and of just unfulfillment? Or are you going to take the challenges, if you're going to face challenges, it's my personal opinion, you want to face the challenges that lead you to exactly how you envision your life to be, to how you want your relationships to be, how you want your income to be, how you want to be living your life. Because if I'm going to have challenges in my life, I want to take this road. I want to take the road that leads me to my desires, that leads me to my inner visions. That I, and I believe your visions are gifted to you by God. So you know, so that's what I believe. So the first step is really identifying that, identifying that why, identifying that goal. Then the second step is you've got to have a day of completion. You know, you've got to have that. You've got to have that day of completion where you you have that time where you say, "I'm going to do it by di- by this day," because you know, the universe, and, and, and it doesn't respond to ge- generic uh, affirmations. It's not, it's not going to respond to generic um, asks. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to, it doesn't respond. Mm-hmm. You need a real definite time, uh, a, a day of completion. And here's what I want to say about the time. That time is just a measuring stick, okay? It's just a way for you to measure your habits, how intense that you have to go into your personal development, into activity, into your prospect and presenting and promoting in our network marketing. But the, here's what you do. The, you give the effort, the effort's yours, but you leave the time that it actually takes to manifest into your physical reality to God. That day of completion is just a measuring stick for you to base your habits off. And if it doesn't happen by then, completely fine. Choose another day, but never change the goal. You, choose, you change the day, mm-hmm. but you never change the goal. Then the first step, man, is really identifying the obstacles well and how do you identify those obstacles well what stopped you up to this point of your life achieving your goals going forward in your business is it fears is it lack of belief is it inconsistency is it you're the people that you're around is it you know that you're not reading books is it that you're not investing in yourself is it that you don't have a goal is it that you don't really have a specific goal that you're working towards so you identify the obstacles why because in order for you to defeat the enemy you're going to have to identify what the enemy is. And the enemy is you. It's not your team. It's not your upline. It's not your company. It's not your products and services. It's you. It's your lack of belief. It's your lack of consistency. It's your lack of self-confidence in yourself. That's what your, that's your enemy. Okay, so you identify what your enemy is. And the fourth is you identify the people that you're going to work with. You know, who is it that I'm going to work with? Do I have a team that I can work with right now? If not, completely fine. Well, I have a team in my upline that I can work with, right? If I don't have a team in my team, in my, in my, the team that I, my personal team, I have a team in my leadership that I can work with. And now what I do is, is I identify a running partner, a, a running buddy that I'm going to stay accountable to if I don't have a team. Okay, so that person that you say accountable to, you check in with them every single Sunday to let them know, hey, this is what I did from an activity standpoint. This was my ratio of prospecting to, uh, to invitations. This was my ratio of invitations to show ups, show ups to close to closing. 
Now what you can now what you're giving your accountability partner is you're giving them the tools to train you effectively on the areas that you need training on. Most of us, we get general training that doesn't help us. General, general practitioners, okay, you know, the GPs and the doctors, they can mm -hmm. only help you mm -hmm. to a certain point. Once they can't help you no more, they for, for them to really identify the real cause of the problem in your body, in your immune system, they send you to a specialized doctor. The specialized doctor has to be in your company, has to be in your, uh, hopefully in your leadership upline, if not in your company at least. So then they can really help you identify how you can utilize the compensation plan, how you can have based your behaviors based on the compensation plan and then help you on the stuff that I just helped you, uh, that I just you know talked about. So you've got to identify who you work with. And then if you do have a team man, you've got to identify who you're going to help get to a certain rank in your company for you to get to your goal. As I mentioned earlier on this call, and then you create an accountability system with them where they keep accountable with you every single week, just how you stay accountable to your group, to, to, your, to your accountability partner. And then the sixth step, man, is really, is really identify what's the reward gonna be, okay? Because we only ever work out of pain or pleasure. So if I go, if I go and pay the price of identifying my goal, of, 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 of choosing the day of completion, going in and doing the inner work, of eliminating the obstacles and then going out there and identifying the people I'm going to work with and I go out there and do the work, well then, if I'm going to pay that price, what, what price, what reward am I going to get for my investment? What reward am I going to get to go out there and do all this work, to go and face my fears, to go and do the physical actions that I need to do to build my business? And then now that's what you visualize in your mind. So if let's just say the goal is a new car, you, you better go and test drive that car. If it's a new house, you better go and test drive, test drive a house. You better go and you better go and experience that house. You better go and do a home visit, whether it's virtually through video. I know because there's, I know there's some, you know, we all know what's going on in the world right now. Because so, due to the local restrictions, if it's if you can't go physically, you go virtually. You know, home real estate real estate agents they do that. They go and video call you whilst they're at the home. And you might be listening to me and, and saying, well, I don't have the money to do that. I don't have the money to call them. They're not gonna ask you for a credit check for you to go see the house or to go see the car. They don't know what's in your bank account. Only you know that, right? What you need to do is experience wealth if your goal is wealth. If you, if you, if you wanna grow in your business, it's usually because you wanna experience wealth. You wanna experience freedom. What you, for you to have a craving for wealth, for you to have a craving for freedom, you're gonna to need to know how it tastes like. You're gonna to need to know how it feels, okay? So, and, and this is why it's so important. Victor, could you have a craving for something that you haven't experienced? Could you have a craving for chocolate pudding if you've never had chocolate pudding? Yeah, it's hard because I've never tasted it, so. Right? Yeah. But once you've tasted it. Yeah, it's hard. you like it. I now, want more. <laughs> right? So that's yeah, why. It's I want to have it again, yeah. 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 So that's why it's so important to go and experience it, identify that reward, yeah. that specific reward. It's, and it could be multiple things, right? Helping your family out, whatever the case may be, and then going out there in any way possible, experiencing it, you know, feeling it, visualizing it, being it till, until you become it. And then I, I'll give you the set, I'll give you one extra step, seven step is never ever ever quit. My first three and a half years, completely, completely from a financial standpoint, it was a total no success, right? I don't like I don't like using the word failure. It was just not no success, but never never quit just know that if you do those steps and you work on yourself you work on your skill set every single day and you work on your business by doing the actual work within time i don't know when that time is going to be for you within time it's going to happen but victor i appreciate you for asking me to be on this i i, I you know I, I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and hopefully you know within the next couple of months uh we can actually meet because uh, i'll be in the u.s soon Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, if we could definitely meet up, that'd be great. Because, yeah, I'd love to meet up with you one of these days, meet you in person. Yeah, I've, I've had a great time having you on the show. It's been a really fun time. I've learned a lot. I know a lot of people learn a lot. Those goals, talking about setting those goals, experiencing the reward, realizing you're going to have challenges. So one's going to lead you to lack. The other one's going to lead you to the kind of like you envision. So you're going to deal with challenges anyway. Why not choose the one that's going to get you the kind of life that you want? So I like the way you broke that all down. And of course, the very end, 
never give up, don't give up. You went through struggle for three and a half years, but you were building that solid foundation. And because of that, you have this lifestyle which you're really enjoying, you're developing, it's becoming more and more fun each and every day. And of course, experience the rewards, like you just said, because you could experience, you could taste it, you're gonna want more of it. And I'm you, your last example made me very hungry. So I'm gonna get some food after this interview. So uh, I love to see you, but no, it's okay. That was some great stuff. Thank you so much, Jesse. It's always great uh, hearing you, being with you. I just love all the value you share with us. I know our audience got a lot of value out of everything you share. It was a lot of great wisdom in what you shared. And before I let you go, my friend, if people wanna get in touch, what is the best way for them to contact you? You know, on all social media platforms, well, Instagram and Facebook is only what I use. Uh, it's, it's it's just my name. It's, it's Al Saeed Atta. It's, you know, I'm sure you've tagged me on Facebook. So so that's how people can really just uh, tune into my content. But, um, you know, that's it, man. I don't really have any of these fancy other stuff that currently, but we are in the process mm -hmm. of building a website. So then now we can get more information out to people. But uh, super, so super excited for that. All right, great. Well, thanks again for being on this show. Really appreciate it. It was really fun spending this past hour with you. I'll see you. Have yourself an amazing day, my friend. God bless. All right, my man. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.